As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, welcome back to Boss Wife. I'm your host, Ebony. Here is where you will get your motivation for the week. Here is where you will get the tools and tips to learn how to play, laugh, and live hard unapologetically. Here is where you will learn how to erase the lines of the box because you realize you cannot be contained. Here is where you will learn how to show up for yourself. Here is where the most powerful transition will begin in your life. This is part two of the evolutionary battle of a woman. a little background of who I am, my beliefs, and my values. I think it's very important to know who's speaking into your life and what they stand for and what they believe in. So in 1928, my grandmother was born. Her name is Easter Lankins. This woman is phenomenal. This woman raised four children of her very own. My grandmother also had foster children. My mom says her whole life. (laughs) Um, My grandmother came from Arkansas, moved to Memphis, and started this gorgeous life of her own. My grandmother married my grandfather. I don't really know what year, but um, my grandfather died at a young age of mine. Um, I remember my grandfather about six or seven years old. That was the last memory I have of him. My grandmother owned property. She owned houses. She owned um, apartments and land. And my grandmother rented rooms out to people who couldn't really afford the normal living conditions. My grandmother always had this knack for helping any and everyone around her. My grandmother was the kind of the pillar of our community, of our family. She was the one who everyone sent their children to, who had behavioral issues. My grandma was the one who you would go and stay with if you wanted to leave your house, grown, child, whoever. My grandmother's door was always open. My grandmother, these guys that rented rooms for my grandmother, 
she she made sure that she cooked them three meals a day, even though she probably was cooking for us. But she fed these guys three meals a day. My grandmother had no restrictions on who or what she did anything for. Um, my grandmother was just awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, my grandmother ran a business. She took care of her family. And that was her sole priority. I do not remember my grandmother ever dieting, working out, um, going to get her hair done, taking time to get her nails done. Not to say that we shouldn't be doing these things, but I'm just making a point that my grandmother looked amazing all the time and always took care of herself regardless. And we never heard my grandmother moan or complain about doing anything for anyone. Now, let's fast forward to when my mother gets um to the point where she has me the best part of my life um and hers <laughs> so my mom lisa dancy is another phenomenal woman that i wanted to talk about tonight my mother um had me at a very young age my mother graduated high school went off to lee college got pregnant with me her first year of college and came home so not by force but by choice my mother decided that this is the the role that she wanted to take care of most importantly in her life at this time and i am so grateful that she did that my mother um raised me with my grandmother my mom and me i come from a two-parent home not every two-parent home has a father and mother but um my mom did the best that she could do and she did it with excellence my mom, she when she had me, she went everywhere with me. She went to school with me. She went to daycare with me. Um, my mother just did not want to leave my side. And I'm grateful for that. I'm also spoiled rotten, but, you know, tomato, tomato. So um, I remember my mom getting a job around, I think maybe I was in the fourth or fifth grade. And my mom worked at a warehouse and I don't really think she really liked it that much. And then I remember my mom working at Dillard's, which I loved because I used to go to work with her. And that was it. I think my mom hit this um, point in her life and she was just like, you know, clocking in and out of someone else's job was just not for me. That's not that's not who I am. That's not how I'm made up. So my mom stepped out on her own and started her own alarm system company. Um, at this point of my mom's life, no other woman was doing what she was doing. And so by this being an all boys world, um, it was very hard for her to excel with ease, I would say, um, like her counterparts. And my mother didn't back down. She didn't take no for an answer. My mom found ways around every door closed, every window shut. My mother um, didn't pause. She didn't stop. She didn't take a breath. My mom never showed me this side of her. Um, I only saw the best part of the company. You know, I, I got, I was spoiled rotten because I was the only child, but I got to see, you know, the, the business going up. I got to see the company being made. I got to see her clients coming in. I got to ride around the car, which was not a highlight of my life. I will tell you that now. But uh, we literally rode around from Arkansas to Mississippi, throughout Memphis, Somerville, um, everywhere you can think of around Memphis. Because my mom was knocking on doors, literally, because people would not help her. And I did not know that. I did not know my mom, you know, took this to the extreme point where it was do or die because she was providing for me and her. My mom did not show me the tears and the sweat. When she put me to bed at night, she was standing up working on her business 
this is the phenomenal woman that I want to talk about. This is the woman that I want to highlight because these are the women that nobody gets to hear about. We hear about the highlight, the um, Beyonce's and our first ladies, and which is great, and our vice president woman. They're all amazing. But let's talk about that woman at home who's putting her, her children to bed every night and staying up to study so that she can get her education. Or that woman who's taking on two or three jobs and making sure that she's at home every day to take her kids into bed at night and then leave them back out of the door. Let's highlight those women. Those are the women that I want to hold a torch to because it's those women who create women like me and you who create more women like our daughters. Let's leave a legacy so that our children can grow up one day talking about us the way that I'm talking about my mother and my grandmother. These women are phenomenal women. So let's talk about juggling home and business. For those women who know what it means to sacrifice yourself for your family, your husband, your neighbors, for, you, for those women who know what it means to sacrifice your health and your sleep and your time, because we know that balancing family and business can be tricky, particularly when you have young kids at home. Kids at home. But it doesn't mean you can't do both without feeling guilty or helpless. Several successful moms, entrepreneurs, boss wives, women, women all over the world have excelled at balancing both worlds. So let's turn the page. Start sharing your life lessons with your family, no matter how young they are. Start talking about your successes and the lessons from your failures to expiring engagement and communication. The lessons of running a business translate to so many life skills. Don't just tell your children about your business when things are going well. Share when you're facing challenges or even disappointments, but also share how you're going to go through it and surmount it. Children learn by what you do, not just what you say. When they see you being persistent, working hard, and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, they will be inspired to do the same, and they will also do the same in everything they do throughout their life. Women who grew up with working moms or entrepreneur moms earn an average of 23% more than women whose mothers did not work while they were children. In addition, one-third of them held supervisory roles compared to about 25% of women from more traditional households. While the working mother effect didn't really affect their sons' earning power on a job position, the men who grew up with working mothers displayed one important difference. They spent twice as much time on Handling childcare duties as a man who grew up with non-working mothers. With non-working mothers. I think that's the heart and soul of the matter right there. As the 21st century women, we and the women who came before us have worked so hard for the right to get out of the kitchen and sit next to the men at the conference room table. We've really only had the right for a few decades. And now that we've jumped into this crazy thing called entrepreneurialism alongside men. There's always this fear that men and women alike will treat us differently from our male counterparts. I mean, they did back in the full-time wage earning days. So why not now that we've decided to take our fates into our own hands and build something ourselves? I'm going to stop right there because I'm definitely not going to go off into a tangent about male and female roles. And this is definitely not a male bashing podcast but I did just want to explain my views. I did want to explain my views and as a mother we all know that 
it's not just our children who get affected by us stepping out and starting our own business or stepping out into the work field. Women, it's also our spouses who get affected by this. So I just wanted to let you guys know that we need to make sure that we take care of home first, regardless of where we step out to. Because no matter what, they are our kings. No, this is not the 1950s. So clarify expectations for work at home. I know it's going to be hard because boundaries are starting to blur together. And I know that you both have had successes throughout your lives before you joined together and you have your own work style. But here's the moment now where you have to come together and make this life work for the both of you. So schedule time for love. Turn your cell phones off and schedule some time. Maybe take a walk. Maybe take a dinner. It is imperative to make it a point to schedule time for you and your relationship so that the business doesn't overtake it. In most relationships, women working outside of the home can create a culture shock. You do not want to send your marriage or your relationship into a spin that you cannot come out of. So women, not only take time out for your spouses, but take time out for yourself so that you can get yourself together and your mind and your emotional state so that you can prepare yourself for your day. The time that you're setting aside for yourself is just as important as the time that you're setting aside for your marriage and your children. So make sure that you make yourself a priority. Because we know women, anything that we do, we put our heart, soul, and mind into. This business is going to be like you adding another child into your family. Yes, that child will be a greater demand on your time, focus, and energy. But you'll have to make a concise effort to make sure your real children don't feel that absence of attention as well as as yourself and your husband. So always be flexible. The formula for work-life balance is different for every family, and it takes a little trial and error before a person figures out what works for them and their family. So the family well-being is always the priority, but at times, individual tasks related to family and business will shift. So make sure that you're ready for those shifts. Be honest with your family. Be honest about what lies ahead and the adventures that you're about to take. Listen and adjust accordingly. Make sure, most importantly, though, that you show up for yourself. The space between cause and intention is is personal development. Understanding and improving these skills can help you maximize your personal growth. Enhance the quality of your life. Enhance the quality in the realizations of your dreams and your aspirations. Because if you don't, no one else will do this for you. Personal development takes time. It takes strategy. It takes patience. It's a developmental process, lifelong process that people take over years and years and years to develop. These skills and qualities are considered to be the best aspects of you. So remember, ladies, Rome wasn't built in a day. Neither was this beautiful, beautiful world that we live in. So your business, your family, your your education, who you are as a person will not be perfect in one day. It won't be perfect overnight. You will always have someone who tries to dim your light, but do not allow that person into your spirit. Don't allow them into your inner circle because you know what? When you dim your light, you're dimming someone else's. People look up to you. People want to know who you are, what you're about, where you come from, and your background. So when you dim your light, when you put your light out, when you stop doing what you're called to do, when you stop doing what you're anointed to work in, only you, you affect the other people around you. Like I said before, it's a domino effect. 
dimming your light, you start changing your hair. You start changing your walk. You change the way you talk. So pretty soon, you won't be you at all. You'll be this fake imitation version of you. So no one else can do you. And if you don't do you, you won't be done. So make sure that you do not calibrate yourself for other people because they will never change the temperature of who they are for you. All that matters is that you showed up for you. Go be great, ladies. Talk to you Tuesday. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.